Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey everyone, this is Dan Dunn. Before we get started today with the big show, I want to tell you about one of our fabulous sponsors, Hover.com. That's H-O-V-E-R. Hover is the domain management made simple. It's the easiest and quickest way to buy a domain name. You can do it in under five minutes. Hover takes all the hassle out of getting a domain. Just type in a few keywords you want in the search box and it'll tell you if it's available or not. And Hover has .coms or specific country codes or .nets, which we really love. Go with the .net. Everything's available on the .net. You want to know how great .net is? I have a .net. The imbiber.net. I've had it for years and I've moved it over to Hover.com because Hover.com is fantastic. They take care of all my needs. Well, not all my needs. Most of my needs. And another big, big, big exciting thing about Hover is that they now offer Google Apps. That's right. You can add Google Apps to your domain. Basically, you get everything you already love about the full suite of Google's productivity apps. That's Gmail, Calendar, Drive, Docs, the whole package. You already love and trust Google Apps and Gmail's 25 gigabytes of storage and collaborating with chat and file sharing. And here's the thing. Google's a huge company. So if you've got any questions or problems, issues you need resolved, you're going to get put on hold for a long time. That's the best part. You get everything you love about Google Apps, but with the outstanding support of Hover. Again, it's the best in the industry. They make it easy. It's a great solution for businesses. It's also great for families and groups who want the ability to share all kinds of stuff. If you're still not quite sure Google Apps is for you, we're offering a 30-day free trial to see what you think. And as if you need one more reason to check out Hover, we're offering a 10% discount. Go to Hover.com right now, enter discount code happy hour. That's one word, happy hour. Or you can just go to Hover.com slash happy hour. You're going to get 10% off because of our love of Hover.com and Hover.com's love of the Zane and Dunn show. So what are you waiting for? Go register that domain name now. We are without Mr. Dan Dunn today. Where is he? Woo-hoo! Yeah. I don't All like sitting right. in a seat, by All the way. All right. You know what's funny is we usually do, he is uh, he's shooting a pilot for a network. He's hosting a pilot for a network that I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about. Probably not. I should probably talk about it. Yeah. It may or may not be Spike. You think you're going to fire it if you do? Well, it, if Spike listens to this, maybe. And then at least he'd be here. Then he he would probably tell people that about my new show, but my my show's not a pilot. It's, it's it was it's bought. I'm shooting eight, eight episodes. It's happening, but I can't talk about it. You know, we usually uh, I was telling uh, our guest here, Andrea Lonardi from uh, Bertani. Bertani. How do you how do you say it? Say it perfectly for me. Bertani. Bertani. That sounds so much cooler when he does it. Accent. I gotta get an accent. Yeah. Man. Um, so we often record these uh, at weird hours. And people need to understand that. And I'm, I'm sure that they do. Like, sometimes we'll do this at, like, we've done them at 9 in the morning before. And people bring in drinks. And we sort of, like, pace ourselves because it's 9 o'clock, we're done at 10, and then I may have a meeting, I might have something else going on, and I, I can't necessarily so be drunk. Still work to do? What, can, what is it that I can't do drunk? Uh, in my job. I can get. I, I can. Know. I could give notes on, on one of the... Uh, the the, um, the notes get more interesting on one of the episodes. Drink, by the way. Are they better when I'm drunk? I'll just say more interesting. I'll just say, I'll just stick with <laughs> There's that. There's nothing I, I do, like, if I could be working on some of the new, t- new t-shirt designs. I could be uh, having a conference call with the network. 
They understand what it is that I, think I do. They expect it at this point. Yeah, well, then I need to stop pacing myself. But right now, in the real world, in the real world, it's 4.30 on a Friday. And our guests have brought wine. And it's, I'm going to probably drink. It's absolutely drink. happy hour. They brought a lot of wine, and I'm going to drink all of it. Yeah, it, it really it's happy it, hour. It really is happy really? hour. So, uh, Andrea, what, um, what bottle should we crack into first? Uh, we start with the Suave Serrione. Okay. So we are close to Verona, in the east part so, of Verona. Okay. Very nice place, volcanic soil. It's called, uh, it's called Suave? Suave. Suave. So, oh, it is S-O-A-V-A-E. Suave. And what does Suave mean? Suave means soft. Soft? Here, soft. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this in a little bit closer. It means uh, soft like your voice right now. Yeah, does, yeah, does, probably, it get, yeah. does it get less soft when you drink more? Yeah. Probably, all right, then we should probably, probably yeah. all drink. So this is a – what kind of grape is this? Uh, grapes is 100% uh, Garganega. is an indigenous varieties that we grow on the Soave. Perfect. Actually, on the appellation, we have only two indigenous varieties that you can allow to use, uh, Garganega and Trebbiano di Soave. Okay. We use only one of the two that is Garganega. What do you think about the fact that I have a mason jar? This is a very beautiful. It's beautiful. Place, really mounted like onto uh, the stem of a, a candlestick. Of a goblet. <laughs> oh, it is a candlestick. <laughs> It's made. This is. I was trying to explain to Andrea what white trash was, and that the fact. It. And this is that white is trash. It. I am pouring white wine into a mason jar, but it has a stem, which you're saying is a candlestick. Yes, and it's all glass. You know, but what you know what it is nice of a glass. Yeah, I. We start to hate people that they. They spend time, you know, turn around the wine and yeah. put the nose inside. Yeah. I think there is the new way to twist the wine, the, the wine. Drink the wine and enjoy the wine. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you feel inside. It's what you feel inside yourself. See? It's nice. He's making so much sense. Are you, have you been drinking today? Because you're yeah. making sense to me right now. He's, he's, he's basically saying the, there is the pomposity of, like, of yeah. sitting there and breaking it down and, and making it. Like, a lot of times... Wine, to me, compared to beer, people make it more uh, like you have to think too much and, and understand yeah. what it is. And you can't just drink it and say, wow, that's good. I love it without knowing way too much about it and breaking yeah, it down. You're absolutely right. I think that we lose a lot of consumer on this way to communicate the wine. We need to find a new way to communicate See? the wine. See? I agree. Do you, are you going to drink some of this? Yeah. We yeah. Do. All right. Here we go. We're, we're, uh, Are we ready? Yes, we're going to say okay. salute. Salute. Sal- salute. 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 I just took and then, a big, a big drink of this. So, uh, all right. If I was going to compare this to a grape that people know, because I don't, I don't know this grape. What, what is it similar to? It's a. Uh, well, that is a good question. Thank you. Because it's not, not absolutely like a Chardonnay or something like a Sauvignon Blanc. But you can you could say that it's sort of it's similar to is is in the middle between a Chenille Blanc and a Chardonnay. So okay. it's not it's not really light like a Chenille Blanc. It's not really creamy like a Chardonnay. So Got it's it. just in the middle. But it's a little bit of both of those. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Josh. Yes. You are not what we would say a wine connoisseur. No, I'm barely a wine drinker. So really. why don't you? So why don't you break this down? And I'll tell you right now, this is this is. I'm going to give you like a, a pass okay. for about thirty seconds. Don't spit okay. it. I'm not going to criticize what you say. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with dry. It's a little bit dry. Yeah. It's not as sweet as I would expect. Oh from my the white. god! I can't believe you're saying this. Um, <laughs> I'm completely right, by the way. No, you are. You are. It is. It is dry. It's not. It's not fruity. Yes. Like it's um, It's. It's. 
It's not that sweet, which I guess is what dry is. Can I throw an earthy? Is earthy right? I'm, I don't know. I'm grasping for stuff here. It's delicious. I it know from, that. It does come from the earth. Yes. If you said grape. Tastes a little bit like grapes? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to drink more. Okay. I poured myself a, quite a big glass of this. <laughs> you did. <laughs> See. It's very smooth. You know, it has a, it's a little, is this uh, finished in oak? Yes. Yeah. So, so has wow. see? Wow. All right. All right. So That's pretty good. We're getting there. We're getting there. The minute, I was thinking that he said it. <laughs> the minute you you just stop worrying about it and just spit it out, you can't be wrong. You that can't, was my thing. I you got can't, really nervous. I got you really can't be wrong. Nervous. You can't be wrong. Just des- describing what it is that you're tasting. You know what I mean? All right. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. Here it goes. And I I think it's unfair because you got that mason jar. It's like holding in the aroma. It's, I know it's inti- it's intimidating. I got this plastic cup that you was can, just in here. Yeah, but you can you can manipulate the shape of that with your hand. You can just squeeze your your catcher's like this, mitt. Like put my hand. Yeah, up? put your hand over it. That looks. No, I, all I smell is my hands now. It's disgusting. <laughs> okay, here the we go. The wine is really good, by the way. <sighs> hmm. Wow. Are you trying to get more notes? I right? know. It's, it's so Close tough. Close the eye. Close the eye. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm out. out. Okay, here we go. I will help you in a different way to taste the wine. Okay, don't, so... Don't I'm... think about uh, uh, what you find inside the glass. That is... It, and uh, it is the oldest Italian wineries that tell you to taste the wine a different way. You know, for many years, for on, on the last decade, probably, we teach people that they have to find pineapple, apricot, and many, many things. I want to tell you to taste the, the wine in a completely different way. Okay. I will try to describe the place where this wine comes from. Okay. Should and, I drink uh, a little bit first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And think about if you find something inside the wine. I, you know what? My eyes are closed, and I forgot yeah. where I put my wine down. Yeah, it's right <laughs> there. Okay. <laughs> All right, so. so it's growing up in a place in the east part of Verona. Verona is one of the, we call Verona the small Rome. So you have a little bit of Roman epoch history that goes through. So in Verona is, uh, geographically, where does Geography that fall? Geography is in the middle between Venice and Milan. It takes okay. one, one hour to get to Milan and one hour and a half to get to Venice. Okay, so it's sort of near Val del Biadene. Yes. You like that, Josh? You're just throwing stuff out? I am, and I'm right about it. It's like name dropping, but with places. (laughs) The place is, uh, geological origin of this place is volcanic place. So this this, this one comes from a very volcanic place. Think about if you have any emotion of minerality inside your mouth. I was just going to say, the moment you started talking about that, I realized what I was tasting, but I couldn't put words on it. And it's, it's... and I think it's what you're saying too, Josh. It's the chalkiness. It's sort yeah, of like I the chalkiness. Yeah, I think that's why I went with earthy. Yeah, the, it's minerals, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. That sounds correct. Yes, it does. Yeah. Right, continue. Yes, okay. please. And in terms of uh, to enhance this minerality, we decide to uh, to ferment in a very old uh, uh, tank in Oak. And uh, for that reason, you have a little bit of creamy note character that come out from the mine. And it is uh, a very sunny, sunny place, you know. For that reason, you will never have a very aromatic, but it will be more related to uh, yellow fruit, like apricot or something. See, he's, see he, what he's doing is he's doing that stuff where people talk about about the wine but he's doing it in such a way that it's Can I like... also say he's relaxing the hell out of me? <laughs> yeah, I am very yeah, relaxed right he now. He is, he is. If you're driving right now listening, just pull over. Although, as soon as I chime in, it's like, huh? What Whoa, is this? Oh, oh my God. I'm like nails on a chalkboard. But you were saying it's not as 
aromatic. It's not there's not as much know, smell or bouquet, which I didn't I didn't even think about. This always happens when I drink wine. Is someone I'll drink it. I have no idea how to describe it, and then someone will say, "Well, you know, it tastes like apricot. It's not as aromatic." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I do pick that up." So I see what you're saying because when I first took a drink, usually you know you get hit with that yeah. smell or with a bouquet, and I didn't. I didn't really smell very much, and then I'll, I, I I had a lot of taste, and then. The minerals started to come out. Now that you say it, I really taste the minerals that you're talking about. And uh, it's really delicious. It's really yeah. cl- and clean think, and crisp. It is. It is. And I think about your aftertaste that you have inside your mind. You know, when you, you when you breathe after that, you, you what do you say? Are you hypnotizing us? Is that what's happening right now? Did he just, are we I don't know, but somehow I've gone through two glasses of wine already. <laughs> I don't know if that's his plan. I don't know. Where are we right now? <laughs> Um, can we try now? You have two bottles of the red over there, and I, they're they're backs are to me, so I can't see who they are. Uh, Amarone. Amarone, and uh, that is the Secco Bertani. The Secco Bertani was the first wine who crossed the ocean from uh, Veronese. The two brothers started on uh, 1857, uh, uh, sorry, and the first wine that crossed the ocean to arrive in the United States in New York, it was the Secco Bertani, okay. uh, who arrived in the United States in 1870. And, uh, Is this the next one we, that we're trying? Yes. I have a better time paying attention when I'm drinking wine, because then I can't talk. Thank you very much. Thanks. You know, nice. and have a special sound when you when you pour in a mason jar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of volume. <laughs> this is like this is funny. I don't even know where we got this. It I just think, showed up one day. I think I think Cat got this for me. Oh really? Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, that is nice. That is nice. Definitely, black cherries, plums. Yes, just any of these dark, dark fruits a like the a little bit of a spice there, like a current right? spicy there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's There's nice. A little bit of pepper note. Yeah, very nice dark pepper note. It's interesting how the more wine I drink, the more intelligent I become about wine. No, 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 no. No, that's one hundred percent true. No, no. Uh, don't. If you drink alone, you have uh, it's difficult to understand. The best way to grow up in wine business is it's drink wine in like a situation like that. Yeah. So, you are talking really friendly, and you're not have to be worried about what you feel and what you think inside the wine. So my problem is I've been drinking too much wine by myself. Yes. Probably. I should be drinking with people, <laughs> and not by myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to make a lifestyle <laughs> that's, change. That's, that's why Steve is so dumb. <laughs> oh, okay. Because he just drinks by himself. He's always in his basement drinking yeah, wine. it costs a little bit more because, you know, you have to share your <laughs> yeah. bottle that's with true. friends. That's true. That's true. No, well, we we have a friend uh, who's in, our, in our, our TV show, and he... Um, when we go out and, sh- and shoot, when we're traveling, we've shot how many episodes with him? Sixty episodes, yeah, too you know. Many. So, oh, I mean, two hundred days of shooting or something like yeah. that. And after after every shoot, every shoot, if the bar has or the, if the hotel has a bar, which it usually usually does, he'll go there and sit down and have what is it? He has a glass of red wine and. And French fries. <laughs> French fries. I have a plate of French fries. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and sit there by himself. Now, do you recommend French fries with wine? Does that help? <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. <laughs> with this, I feel like eating like a juicy, well-marinated and seasoned steak right now. I think this wine would go amazing with a nice piece of steak. Is it weird if I say cheese? I'm wanting some cheese right now. Yeah. It's, very, it's very sophisticated it's, that yeah, you say that. It's very sophisticated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, nice. which is really going against what I'm wearing today. How I look, yeah, but, with the dry cheese. Like if you have a piece yeah. of parmesan, it's perfect. Ah, yes. Uh, like really an aperitif, good. you can use like an aperitif. Why didn't you bring cheese? Oh, wow. <laughs> next, time. next time. Oh, there's a next time. Yeah. Oh, right. 
Um, all right, so so this one, this grape is what? Uh, is Corvina mostly made by Corvina? Corvina, it is another indigenous variety okay. from uh, Verona. Uh, Secco Bertani is made uh, on the Veronese area on the by Policella Appellation, but it is not an appellation. It is not made through the rules of the appellation. It okay. means the reason is because this bottle has a very fantastic story. Actually, uh, we found that this bottle five years ago in Denmark. You found what is are you speaking of the shape bottle. of the bottle? Yeah, the shape. Okay. Of, uh, this, yeah, uh, looks this, No, no. We, we found that a very old bottle of Secco Bertani made on 1931. You found a full bottle of wine. Yes. We bought. Okay. Not because oh, the bottle it. was say it was really beautiful. We we brought it home and with the marketing guys we say we need to reproduce this one. And we started to check inside the library of Bertani and we found that the original recipe of the Secco Bertani. And for that reason we decided to reproduce everything, the bottle, the taste of the wine. Right. Because it is produced like a hundred years ago, on the same way, with the same varieties, with the same blend, and also aged in a special kind of wood. It's not aged in oak, but it is aged in chestnut and cherry wood. That is pretty unique inside your whole interior. Wine. I was gonna say I don't, I don't think I ever hear about chestnut and cherry wood. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, what's the normal oak and? Uh, Slavonia oak. Uh, it's mostly Slavonia oak on. The chestnut and cherry—that seems very, yeah, yeah that yeah. seems very unique. And it is the typically wood we used many years ago in the Veronese area. Is there oak in Italy? Do oak trees grow in Italy? Not really, not really. Most of the oak come from the United States and French and east part of Europe. And and uh, what about cherry and chestnut? Are those indigenous? Cherry, ah, absolutely, they are indigenous. Okay, and indigenous. They are really close. Oh, where we are located, just a few miles away, you start to have a very beautiful cherry trees field and also chestnut. So when they were making this back in, what, what year? Eight, you said 1857? 1857. So yes. in the 1850s when they were making this. They were making them this way, with this blend. Ah. And uh, everything was like that, with the same packaging. For that reason, we call Secco Bertani Vintage Edition because it is a perfect re- reproduction of the original Vintage Edition. That From the bottle that you got in 1931? Yes. Wow. It was made on the same way. We tasted the wine. It was to be very nice, very good, very perfect. But we found also the rest, the real recipe that they used. So. Now, when they were doing, when they were making wine back then, they weren't using oak at all, right? I mean, yeah, not not oak at all. So yeah. why is it that now they're importing so much American oak for barrels? Uh, it's, it's related to what I call the globalization of the taste of the wine. Uh, there is a, a big part of the consumer that like to drink wine with an oaky taste. And for that reason, uh, today, winemakers love to use And that oak would make it a little more creamier. Yes. So maybe yes. some of the spice is coming and from the chestnut and cherry or no? Uh, the spicy come from the chestnut. The chestnut, okay. Yes. So if you put this on oak, then it'd be a little more creamier, yes. a little smoother. Yes. I like the spice. I don't know though, that, that I would know notes. the difference of what. I think I would now. I feel like I would know. If you yeah. drank this <laughs> and it was aged in oak, you think it would taste that much different? After like three glasses of wine, yeah, I think I'd figure it out. I feel I feel pretty good right I now. I feel great. Right <laughs> now. Um, I like the bottle. I just like the fact that it has a different shape to it, um, and it's very very simple and elegant. And then the wine. I mean, the color of this is just—it's a beautiful color. And again, I don't know if it's because, if it's that that might just be the wine talking, but I don't really care. I do not care at this point. Uh, I'm just I'm just a guy drinking out of a mason jar and a candlestick. Yeah, that was the. By the way, that 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 not sound that you just didn't hear was the not sound of me drinking the rest of my. Wine. All right, so now we have two more. We have 
We have the the Amarone. 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 Uh, della, I can't see it. Amarone della Valpolicella. And that's... Um, it's the same, but they just changed the, the name because the when he was born, this wine, actually the first bottle of this wine, Amarone is one today, one of the most famous wine from Italy. Um how it, it it become really famous. The reason was because uh, we make this, this wine with a particular process. So we don't ch- only pick up the grapes and crush. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm going to press the pause button. So I'm literally just pressing a pause button and I just need to, I need to get a little bit of that wine because I want to hear because I want to drink it while he's talking about it. Probably the 06 before the 90? Yeah. Okay. Are, oh, no, 90. The 90 first. Oh, <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is a hell of a pause button, man. All right. Immediately, the color is is deeper. It's it's a little less red. It's on like the purple side, the maroon side. Um, this is ninety. So this um, this was bottled. This was bottled in nineteen ninety. No, this was bottled in uh, ninety one. In, oh, I'm sorry, 91. No, and excuse me, it was bottled, no, in 99, it was bottled in 81. 89. 81. 81. Well, it was bottled in 81, and yes. then, and why is it called a 90? Because it's the vintage. Wait, so you crash. mean 89? No, excuse me. Um, a lot of numbers floating around, <laughs> a lot of wine being consumed, some wor- some Italian words also being put in there. So the, I don't care anymore. I, so, <laughs> so, wait, so the it's vintage a, that we are tasting is the 1990. In 1990. And... Uh, the wine was bottled in uh, 1989. Yeah, you got it, you got it. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> uh, and and so <laughs> and so it's been closed for stay for nine years almost in uh, Slavonia oak. So like 23, 24 years. This thing has been. How long was it on oak? How long was it aged? Uh, eight, at least eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So the grapes in this bottle were picked about 31 years ago. Yes. It's interesting to think about. This is a pretty unique wine. It's Josh, absolutely... you were born? What year was this? 31 years ago. Uh, no, was not born at that point. You were an idea. Yeah. Well, you, probably not even an you were idea. Just a, you were just a, a tickle in your dad's pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over there? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Drinking, drink, drinking. Wow. Um. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out on a limb here and you say. Know what is a passimento? What happened? Hmm? A persimmon? Oh, I got I, I, I gotta take this call. A passimento? What's that? A passimento? Think about what can doesn't mean a passimento. A passimento? Yeah. A possibility? A possibility? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Af- try again. Passimento? Yeah. Uh, pause Wait. for a minute. I feel like he's messing with you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But I love it. Keep uh, it coming. Passimento. Passimento is a drying process. Uh, so when we pick up the grapes in September, we dry the grapes on the bamboo cane naturally for three months. You so dry them on a, on a bamboo cane? Yes. What does that mean? Uh, I, I don't. If you're just making stuff up, I don't care. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> just keep just keep doing it. Don't stop. A bamboo cane? What does that mean? You know bamboo canes? Do you know bamboo? I know. Yeah. Shoots yeah, yeah. of bamboo. Uh, bamboo. Yeah, we have a table. So made of bamboo. Made on bamboo cane, and we leave the grapes right there, and we dry. You oh. dry them before you... You know, like sugar cane? Sugar cane looks like bamboo. I'm on the same page. You're the one behind. Well, I was thinking of cane, so it's like a... It's like he's, what he's saying is a stalk of bamboo. Yes. Yeah. He ma- they make a table out of that. Yes. And I guess because of the light, porous nature of bamboo, it's yeah. good to, eat, to sort of dry these grapes yes, on. Yes, yes. 
Are we are we on the same page? We are now. At okay, this good. Point. Yeah. I was getting nervous. Okay. Like, a second. Okay. Uh, Wait. So you do that before it's pressed? Before, yeah. Before. Really? Crushing. Yes. And uh, you lose a thirty percent of the of the water that is inside the berry. And so, they and they become more uh, concentrated in their flavor. Yes, yes. And you have a very evolution on the flavor, so you start to have a ch- very fresh cherry note. When we are tasting the 2006, you will you will you will hear the difference. But it's so, uh, so good. It's so good. It's um, I I I've liked everything that I've been trying so far. I like wine. I just don't know how the hell do people know about wine when there's literally thousands and thousands of different brands. I know one thing. What Go. he has brought so far has been delicious. It's been amazing. Fact. That's fact. a fact. Yes. But um, I liked what I had before, the Cereola Suave. Cereola Suave. But this is, it's very similar, but in all ways, it's, it's a little bit more, um, uh, I want to say, uh, smooth, like... Like the t- like the flavors are more m- married together. Yes, does that make sense? Absolutely. Well done. I'm so well nervous. done. I'm so nervous about sounding like an idiot. <laughs> no, you know what? I don't care at this point because if I if I mess up and say something stupid, then that's just Zane being funny. But if I say something stupid and turns out to be smart, genius, genius. <laughs> I'm not following you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was obviously not one of the smart things right there. Um, this is amazing. So so this has been. What's been happening since this was bottled uh, in eight, 1899 or 1990? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, what's been happening since this has been bo- bottled? Has, is, it, is, is stuff going on inside this bottle? Absolutely. There is an evolution inside the bottle, a little bit of oxidation. Stuff a revolution? A revolution, a kind of revolution. <laughs> evolution. An evolution. So, okay, so how does it taste different? Compo- hey, man, this is, I've been drinking all day. Not all day, but for the last how long? What what time is it? Long enough. (laughs) I'm going on to the 2006. Um, So in order to understand you, it's better if you taste the 2006. Okay. So you compare the two. Ah, I'm way ahead of you guys. Got it. Is it good to taste side by side the 2006? Yes, that is the best. Which one should? So I should do the 91st and then go the 2006. Uh, Whatever you want. Okay. Awesome. You can come back and go. You okay over there? I wanted to get the whole, the whole, like all of it, get some oxygen going in there. <laughs> this is what happens when Dan leaves. All right. <laughs> so, that's so the sound of a mason jar. It's amazing. <laughs> all right. Here we go. <laughs> you ta- I don't think you tap offline. I do not think. You're supposed you to like ta- turn it? You're supposed to turn it. Probably. I, I, was, I probably am supposed to have a towel of some, some sort. All right, I can't comment on the color of this because I have filled uh, a third of my mason jar, <laughs> and so now it's just you opaque. You want the cap so you can maybe shake it up? I don't know. No, don't do that. It's. I mean, what's wrong with that? It might uh, aerate the wine a little bit. When I was in uh, Jamaica, um, I went to Appleton Estates and had uh, their rum, and they had some new rum, they had some aged rum, and one of the ones they had... Was it was like a twenty one year old, and when you have or twenty five, and when you have rum that's that's that old, it's it's basically the equivalent because of how hot it is there. It's the equivalent of a whiskey that's like fifty or seventy five years old, 
And I so I had it, and, and I appreciated the taste and how it married the, its flavors and, and mellowed over time with the barrel. But I thought, man, if I had the white rum in a, a rum punch, then maybe this aged rum would be amazing in a rum punch. So as soon as I start, so, and, and I was with the uh, the rum maker, it's the only uh, woman uh, rum maker in the world at the time, and. Um, I, I so I, I mixed it in there and she nearly had a heart attack. She's like, "No, you do not mix." And this isn't a Jamaican accent. You do not mix twenty-five-year-old rum with punch. It's, you don't do that. And my and my and I'm like, you know, I I wasn't really even doing it to be funny, but my response was like, "Why not?" Like it's, I mean, I'm the one drinking it, right? Couldn't I? Can I just have it? Well, they do I'm... that with tequila. They'll make margaritas with like really old tequila. So, okay, I did not. I was not armed with that fact. What does this have to do about wine? Well, the fact that we were joking around, like I almost put a cap on the mason oh, jar yes. here. Are you going to do it? I mean, why not? And then you shake it up <laughs> a little bit. Wine? It's my wine. I bet you're going to get a really nice aroma coming out of it's, it. I want to tell you guys. It's, bad, it's, bad. it's my wine. Smell, you... smell. Let's go, hurry. Oh, that's lovely. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, you can hear the bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, now I'm trying it. It's fantastic. It's really fantastic. good. Is it right to say that it's a little more bold than the 1990? Right? Can I interrupt? Flavor- can yeah. I interrupt? I'm saying this is my wine, and if I want to put a cap on it and shake it, I'll do <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> Which no. you did, right? <laughs> Which is true. But I went back to the 1990, and it's—I mean, it's basically. Correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, the same flavor profile, but yes. the flavors in the 90 are much more subtle. Yeah, and it's and a little smoother, a little creamier, like we're talking about. This is a little more bold, and all the flavors yes, and are fresh, easier to fresh red, uh, fresh red fruity inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one. Um, actually, you're saying when, you're saying fresh red fruit as yes. opposed to dried red fruit, right? Well, yes, but but in the beginning you have the fresh cherry note that come out. Yeah. For the first, actually, there is a there are three steps uh, when you drink uh, the Bertania Marone. You have the first step until the wine is uh, 10, 15 years old, where you have all the freshness, so for, uh, cherry note, especially <coughs> is the most uh, predominant uh, note that you have inside the wine. And after that, uh, when you start to drink an Amarone Bertani that has already 20 years old, like the 1990, uh, you start to have uh, an evolution in uh, dark chocolate, creamy note, a mm. little bit of candy. Hold on, Wait, hold second, on, hold on a second. Pause, dark, pause, dark pause button. Tobacco, uh, a little bit of uh, truffle note. Uh, I'm going to, um, because he brought up tobacco. Oh, I, get, oh, I just got the tobacco. Yeah. Because yeah. because yeah. he because he brought smart. it up. And That's why I was th- I was thinking about and it. think about also coffee from from the 1990. Yes, yeah, sweet yes. coffee. Okay, hold on. Because you brought brought tobacco up, I'm going to offer you a treat that we have here. And the reviews here, I'm not even, are they mixed or not mixed? Oh, we that one, they're mixed. Okay. Although I'm going to point out, it doesn't matter. We've talked about that stupid vodka more than any other thing <laughs> I on know. any podcast ever. I know. So you try try that, and then after you try it, then I'm gonna we'll talk about it. But I don't want to tell you exactly what it is until you can't see. He can't. He hasn't seen what the bottle says. That's the classiest thing that's ever happened with this vodka. He's by the way, he's it, swirling yes. it and smelling it. I feel like this is going to be an expert opinion. It, it's about to be more so than us. And 
by the way, you could. Th- there's no offending anything or anyone because. Well, we'll tell you afterwards. Yeah. Smelling it again. So if you want to throw up, it's not. That's that's. It's a natural. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like that's that, if you if that's how he feels. I'm curious to know what notes you're getting from that. He's doing a lot of swirling, a lot of smelling. He's a lot of thought. He closes this. his eyes when he smells, and and he's he's really taking it in. <laughs> this is the most respect that's ever been paid to this bottle, to anything in this bottle. <laughs> and he finished it. All right. In the mouth have mint, and. Um... There's a candy note that come out like yeah. chewing, like chewing gum, something like yeah. that. That remember? That Can you speak more softly, please? Uh, let me... <laughs> <laughs> That's the wine talking. Uh, no, I, we want to hear what you're saying. Okay, so 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 there's a sweetness to it. Yes, 100. percent There's a mint, and and I wonder yeah, I wonder if the flavor of this is. Wow, I can smell that from here. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is um, it's Ivanovich. Yeah, it has the word bitch in it. And it's uh, tobacco-flavored vodka. When you thought that every flavor had come out. I'm not offended by it. We had some people that were... That I'm telling you, show. it's not that one. It's the menthol. Okay. It's the menthol one. So it wasn't this one offensive. at all. I thought this one got... That one, I was... I didn't... It doesn't kill me. Yeah, it's absolutely tobacco, tobacco, mint, tobacco. Yeah, like well, pipa. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, like have a pipe. Yeah, exactly. It, it smells like it smells like walking into a, a cigar shop that no one is currently smoking, and you just smell the sweet raisiny smell of. I don't like this one because it's so sweet. It's got a syrupy feel to yeah. it. Yeah, but the flavor doesn't offend me. The right. menthol one offends me. As you were a offended, and so these guys, these comedians that came in, and they were our guests, and they tried. I was out, but Dan was here, and they hated it. So come much. Back, come back to drink the wine. Yeah, yeah. Let's drink the wine. Call, now drink the this, and after that drink the wine. They hated the 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 which one the 90? menthol tobacco so much that they took it. <laughs> Does that make any sense? They hated it so much that they had to take it with them, and what I could never happening? try. Yeah, it's much more stronger than. It really drink. opened it up yeah, somehow. It up, yeah, and okay. I felt it like I just my had nose. the tobacco um, wow. vodka. You know what it does? Did you feel it in your nostrils? Like in your sinuses? What happened is I drank the tobacco, Now, then I drank the wine, and now I'm still getting the tobacco flavor. But it, if there was any tobacco flavor in the wine, it sort of subsided that flavor for a moment, and then you could taste everything else. Is that possible, or am I making that up? Is that possible? I'm not sure what's happening anymore. What happened? I don't know. But I gotta say, I, I really like the 2006. It's... Uh... I like bold wines, and it's a little more bold than the ninety. The ninety was delicious, but the two, the two thousand six for me was probably my favorite. And the, I'm sorry, which one was this one again? The uh, Seco? Seco Bertani. Yeah, I really liked it, but uh, a lot of pepper. It's got a real pepper note to it, and yeah. I think I don't think I could drink a lot of it. I really enjoyed what I had, but I gotta say that the two thousand six was my favorite. My favorite was the ninety. Because I feel that if I went to a restaurant and ordered it, I would sound very fancy. Yeah, ordering a 2006 doesn't sound as fancy. Um, how, no much, how much does the 90 cost at a restaurant? So not in the, mar- in the market. Yeah. Around five? 500? Yes. Nice. What? Nice. And what about the 06? Uh, 
200. Anywhere between 60. I'm changing my answer. I think the 90 is probably. <laughs> you know what, Josh? <laughs> that, but 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 a lot of ordering wine, especially in a, a restaurant, when you can see the prices, different from having people over and trying the wine. When you can see the prices, people get influenced by the prices. I just did, and they well, and they start to think, hey, you know what? Let's let's. I'm going to show these people that I'm a baller, and I'm going to order the the five hundred dollar. Yeah. yeah, and and they want to show off a little bit. Would they know the difference, or would it be would the difference be considered better? If they went from the ninety to the oh six, the oh six to the ninety, you know what I mean. I understand that they taste different, and I and I fully acknowledge that they taste different. But is the ninety definitively better than the oh six? It probably is, but for my taste, I'm gonna no, say, that's not. I'm gonna say the two thousand six. No, but it is. It's, but it is all based on your taste. I always it's, say that uh, Europe is very subjective. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like I prefer to drink the Bertania Marone on the second step, so ninety for me is better than two thousand six. Yeah. But personally, that is my personal taste. Uh, like uh, when I taste with other friends, uh, they prefer really the third step when the wine is really old. Or yeah. Like my wife, she's really loved the two thousand six, two thousand five because she preferred to drink really fresh. I feel like she's uh, a smart lady, and, uh, you know. She's really smart. <laughs> I think. How many languages does your wife speak? Only two. <laughs> only two. No, only is when you have one. That's only. Josh, you? Two. Oh! My wife speaks three. English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Oh, my God. And Josh speaks uh, English, English and, wait, don't tell him. Have you ever played 20 questions before? What do you speak? No, he's not going to tell you. We're guessing. Uh, French? No, you have to. It's, it's, no, but you can ask me yes or no questions. You can ask him yes or no questions. And if you get it in less than 10, I'll be very impressed. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, so here, an example of a question would be like, is it European? No. Oh. Okay, so we know it's not European. Okay. Asia? Is it? Yes. It is. It's Asian. Asian. Okay. Dialect. Still not. So probably... I feel like he's going to get it. No. Mandarin? No. I think geography is your friend right now. If you start guessing, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Because you're not even... When you even think of if Asia... you guess the location, there's still 80 dialects that you could choose from. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's, you're not going to make him guess the dialect. So Well, no. You, I mean, dialect, different languages. There's so 82 why, different languages. So why do you speak... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's pointless. I haven't used it since I... I lived in an, a country in Asia yeah. for two years yeah. and learned to speak the language there. That was a, I'm counting that as a question. And that was a lot more explanation than she. Used. You have se- you have seven more questions left. <laughs> <laughs> so how many people speak this language in the world? Okay, uh, in the world. Yeah, oh, I would say it is only spoken in that country. There's I a mean, lot I mean, of there's a lot of speakers here. Right. I mean, but 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 there's not there's no other countries that it's, that it's the language of. Correct. But every time I go to the hospital, I hear it. Okay, it's, Not even joking. It's southern, uh, southern Asia. Southern Asia, uh, yeah, close to Korea. Southern, more south. Southern. Uh, What'd you say? Did you say Filipino? You did. <laughs> Filipino. <laughs> wow, that was I feel amazing. Bad. That was the, the inebriated Zane put him on the spot. So he he speaks Filipino, and why don't you explain to him? Um, your your uh, why you speak Filipino in Filipino? Because uh, you've been drinking, you don't care. Don't worry about it. It's been so long since I. Come on, man! Fire it up! Fire it up! 
Magsalita ako ng Filipino. Yeah. O Tagalog. Uh-huh. Uh, dahil noon, mga... He's speaking uh, Filipino or Tagalog. Sampung tao. He learned it from... Uh, um, pumunta a, ako. A dog? Sa Pilipino. A dog that's, that Pilipinas. had a Filipino owner. That had a big uh, what? What? Huh? Had a big what? <laughs> Nakaroon ako doon sa Pilipinas. Yeah. Dalong taon. The, the dog Nabumunta had a best friend dito. that's a cat. And... And they used to drink camarona. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you for tying that together. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right, you know what it's time for? Um, it is time for... I'm just looking for the buzzer here. Don't we have, like, a... Hold on. This is horrible that I don't know where these things are. Yes, that. Mm-hmm. A buzzer? Mm-hmm. We don't have, like, a six-pack challenge. We got rid of that? I think we got rid of that. Oh, okay. I don't know that we're calling it six-pack challenge anymore. Oh, okay. So, um... Well, you're the guest who makes it fun. Oh, I On happy hour with Zane and Doug. I have a quiz here. A quiz for both of Before you. Before we go on, I have one last question. Please. I'm sorry. You're talking about the three stages of yeah. the wines as they age. Boom, I don't you. care that I'm getting booed. Okay. Stage one would be the 2006, what we're tasting yeah. now. Stage two would be the 90 yes. that we, we tasted earlier. Stage three, what? how many years would that be? Uh, like what would be a vintage that would be stage three? Wow, Easily in Bretagne you can drink a sixty-four. I want to tell you something. We have hundred and fifty thousand bottles of old vintage inside the winery, and you are you are allowed to buy whatever you want. It is a unique winery in the world. Nobody else has this amount wow. of old well, vintage. Well, yeah, but how much? Like what's yeah, what's the oldest? You told me that the five. The, oldest, this is 500. Uh, the first Amarone was born in Bretagne. So the first bottle of Amarone was made in Bertani. And, and is it for sale? In uh, 1958, yes. How so much? So how, we have, we have. Okay, how much, Cancer? Uh, at least uh, in the restaurant, probably we pay $2,000. So I can sell my car and buy a bottle of that? No, don't uh, don't <laughs> sell yourself short. You could buy five bottles of wine. With yeah. my, If I sold my Civic, yeah, yeah, I probably could buy, buy at least five. But if, Half but if a you, case? But, wait, no. you, but you sell them you at know, the winery. You can buy 80 uh, 1958. After that, you keep for one year. You sell. You buy two bottles of 75. And after that, one bottle you sell uh, and you buy a car. And the second bottle you use to keep for another two, two, two years. Did you just tell me how to make money? Yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, do, do, you do, that? do you do that? Do you have a collection? I have a collection. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a way also. Bertani is a way also. To that sounds like a better idea than buying stock. It is. It, it, absolutely. It, it, it yeah. is, but it's, but it's also fragile. Like if we live in an earthquake zone, you're not going to get insured or, for the market you know, value I just of that. get a little too inebriated one night and decide to break into it. I'm, I just screwed myself. I went, well, no, I have um, – went, we went to um, – uh, at the time it was uh, Rubicon. They changed it back to Inglenook Estates, and I went there and drank with the the first American master sommelier, uh, Larry Stone, and we went and drank. Very similar to this situation, we drank and we, and we went through a bunch. And he said, "Hey, if you guys want some wine, let me know." And we were like, "Uh, you know, we're okay." It's you know, he goes, "I'll give you my employee discount." We're like, "Oh, well, what's that?" He said, fifty percent." So I said, "All right, I'll take a case of this." Case of that and a magnum of that, and I think I spent what did I spend like two thousand yeah, dollars? Yeah, a couple grand. <laughs> I haven't touched those. You didn't. You didn't bother to check what the price was originally. I don't care. I don't know. I, did, I, I was. So, I, he 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 hypnotized me just like this guy, just like Andrea is hypnotized. <laughs> I me. literally would sell my car right now if he would give me a bottle. Of, I would <laughs> See, give him my car for, because you because you know that in two years you're going to sell it and get two of the seventy five, and then you're going to get another. You write this down. Car. You should write a book. But how to make money investing in wine? Where do you yeah, se- where do you, you can yeah. do it with, with that? Who do you sell it to? 
Uh, we sell almost. We, sure, there's collection. One of right? the best market is the U.S. Absolutely. No, but I mean, like, if you have a like, you let's say you as a person, let's make yeah. it a hypothetical. Let's say Josh has a bottle of the fifty-eight. Yeah, and he holds on to it for a year. Yeah, and wait, now where? How do I sell it? Yeah, where, where does he sell it? eBay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you can do it. And Absolutely. I'll make money on eBay. Absolutely. Wow, really? Absolutely. S- seems like a really good idea it's interesting yeah but what a great line in a bar what do you do uh, what my day are, job we are talking about one of the most iconic wine that you will find today on the market so everybody that are really involved in wine business wine lover people like that they really recognize so if they find a bottle of um, 58 they they quickly come to buy and it's Something You're really tempting me to, to try this. <laughs> well, it makes you respect no more you know, what it is that's in your glass. You know what I mean? As we're sitting here drinking this, you're like, whoa, hey, hold on a second. The bottle we're drinking from, the 90, uh, 500 bucks. I know. I'm I'm, I'm going to keep talking until we're done. Because if they leave, they might take the wine with them. <laughs> that might happen. So uh, part two of my question is yeah. that third step. You didn't say that there's a part two to your I'm question. Part two, part two. How many part wait, Part two you, is I want to set the car. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want my yeah, 2009 yeah. Civic? Give me you your email address. Car? We're you doing business. Um, what, like, what would be the difference between the step two and the the 58 that you're talking about? The step three. What are the flavor differences between uh, those two? You start to have uh, when you move in a very old Amarone, it, it it doesn't look anymore like kind of wine. It looks more like a room, an old room, or mm-hmm. like a cognac, whiskey. Yeah. In that it picks up, it, I mean, as we can tell with the 90, it started to lose the robust sort of red color. Yes. And I say maroon, but I mean, it's it's brown. It's not brown, but it's it's heading that direction. You go in this direction, it doesn't become like a cognac or something like that. But in, on the nose, it is a very mix-up of um, cognac, whiskey, rum. Uh, uh, See, you got to stop right there because he wanted to buy the bottle as an investment. Now now, I buy it to drink. Now he wants to yeah, drink it. Because it. really it's very tempting, right? <laughs> yeah. um, all right, are you ready for the quiz? Yes. I was stalling because okay. I probably will lose. How many parts? You could have had endless parts part of your question. C. You literally said, hold on, I have one question. And then you're like, part two. You could have literally, you That's could have had like 30 two parts. Part to it. question. Yeah. Did I not say that? Casey, did I say that? You are... Two-part question, Oh, you didn't right? say that in the beginning? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are shaking their head. All right, so your buzz-in for the quiz is a callback to something that happened in the episode. Josh, for example. Uh, yes, yeah, so you're going to give me an example? I was, I'm hoping for one. I can give you... Andre, I'll, 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 I'll give you one. It's a... Uh, uh, I got one. Go. Suave. Wow, suave. Suave. Okay. Am I saying that correctly? Mm. Who cares? Yeah. What was it? Any, anything we talked about, you could say 1958. That could be your buzz-in. Is that your buzz-in? What does it mean, buzz-in? When I ask the question, like, yeah. hey, uh, how many colors are in the rainbow? Yeah. you got to jump in and you have to buzz in. You have a mustache, which we ha- we should probably talk about. Your, bu- it, your buzzer. He has a tie that I want to steal with I know, a little it's got <laughs> skull and crossbones. Let, let's, let's break him. Can we break him down for a second? Yes. He looks like a character in Argo. Did you see Argo? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He looks like straight out of like 1970 in a very cool very and hip fashionable way. fashionable way, yeah. He has a tie that's uh, leaning on a thin tie, blue, with, uh, I would say, like pink skulls on them. Small, small, small skulls. Uh, and he has, uh, looks like he, he raided Don Johnson's uh, wardrobe for a suit. Uh, he raided, uh, look, he's got, he's got spikes on his belt. There's, there's a star. I see a star on his belt. <laughs> and, and, and he has a mustache. 
I knew he, mean, he meant business when he came in with the stolen Kenny, Kenny has I ju- love that Eddie, Eddie stole Justin Bieber's haircut. So, his buzz, your buzz in is, is mustache. You have to say mm-hmm. mustache, mustache if you want to answer a question. And, when, and if you get this right, you get a bottle of... Uh, what does he get a bottle of? What does a winemaker want? Probably not wine. Do we have a bottle of my... We have a bottle of my... Casey, is, do I have any spiced rum out there? Uh, we got one here. Spice rum? Okay. This isn't this isn't even on the market right now. This is my spice rum. Zane, that's me, Zane Lamprey. Yeah. Monkey spice rum. This isn't on the market for we'll go into that I guess in the next podcast. But you're playing for this. So all you have to do Yeah, put it in your hands. Hold Wait, it. Does that mean I'm playing for Hold 14? it and then and then and now want it. Now it makes you want it a little bit more. <laughs> so all you have to do is beat Josh. You just have Not to beat him. Hard. Just you beat Josh. Just and then grab that yeah. now. Okay, so your buzzing is mustache. Wait, what's the category? Italian art. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks. Italian art. Are you feeling a little better? Yeah. Okay, oh. here we go. Question number one. What is the name of Michelangelo... <clears throat> Want to start over? Yeah, I think we'll it'll take a, a drink. Take a there you go. <laughs> All right. Question number one. What is the name of Michelangelo's famous statue based off of a biblical hero? Swala. See, that's where you should have said mustache. Because I know that you know the answer. You do, don't you? No, I don't. Okay. David? Yes! That is correct. I never hear that sound. That is David. <laughs> Pregunta numero dos. I don't speak Italian, so. Uh, I speak Spanish. So yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci spent 12 years working on a single part of the Mona Lisa. Whoever's closest gets it. Suala. Yes. Her smile. Her smile. Your answer? I don't have it. The answer is her lips. Josh, you're making it very difficult for me to <laughs> have you leave with a bottle of my wine. Stop being nice. Okay. In what century did the Italian Renaissance begin? What century? The Italian Renaissance? Yeah. Whoever's closer? Say something. Uh, Mustache. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And the answer is yeah. Uh, 15th century. Correct. That's correct. Okay, that's two to one okay. at this point. I think you asked the two questions I knew the He's answer He's about to. to walk away with it. Who is God reaching out to to touch on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Uh, Zawawa. Yeah. Uh, Raphael. Oh, my God. That's horrible. I'm what? sorry. No, no, sorry. Okay. This is yours to steal. Who is God reaching out to touch like this? Look at my hand. Looks like the hand of God. Like this. Uh, on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. It's going like this. Who's, whose hand is he touching? Yeah, like that. <laughs> whose hand is it? No, that's right. No answer is not correct. Noah. No, it's, yeah, it's Noah. <laughs> He's reaching out to touch Abraham, the hand of Abraham. Noah. Adam! Uh, Both you guys! Oh, crap, Adam! Sense. Two to one. Here that we makes go. Makes perfect sense. That <laughs> make my difficult question. I know. Who wrote these? Casey wrote them. He's like, I make <laughs> great wine. Don't ask me these. These are Italians. Italian art. Ask him about wine. <laughs> it's Italian art. That would have been too easy. Art. This is not a painter. He's Italian. They all know about art. I've been there. I've seen. Probably would have done well with soccer. Star Trek. All right. Here we go. 
I'm just gonna. I'm giving this to Anchorman. Okay, here we go. Wait, what does that mean? I can't chime in. No, I okay. said the agriculture science. Nothing else. So. so this is perfect. Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. Do you know this man? Yeah. Okay. Probably. Okay. Is what we know as a polymath, meaning his expertise spans a number of different subject areas. Aside from painting, name four other areas. Jesus. Shut up. Come on. I need four other areas he was considered a master I need, in. I need, I need a pain. Okay. You, want, you want a computer so you can... Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me paraphrase, because Casey's new with this. Leonardo da Vinci was good, was great at a lot of things, yeah. other than art. What were those things? Soccer. What? No, that's not true. He, oh. You know what? He probably was an amazing <laughs> soccer player. Name, uh, what is it asking for? Uh... Three things? Casey, did you get Four this off your art history final or what? Casey, God. did you just pull this out of your butt? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. What, what else was he besides a, an amazing painter? Gymnastics. Gymnastics. <laughs> no. Gymnast. <laughs> He's amazing at gymnastics. All was right, go. Doctor? No, he was not a doctor. Mm. Uh, Josh, go ahead. Maybe one. A writer. He was a writer. Oh, what else was he? You got, now you have one. You have none. Was a doctor? No, you can't. It's, no, <laughs> still not. Still not a doctor. Uh, barber. <laughs> uh, he was also a. I'm. I'm gonna dog catcher. He did not catch dogs, although Damn one it. time he did c- catch a dog for a neighbor. Hunter? No. <laughs> no, they're all taxidermist. Like, <laughs> he was a sculptor. An architect, a musician, a mathematician, an engineer, inventor, anatomist, geologist, cartographer, botanist. Psychic. <laughs> and writer. He was good at fantasy football. All right. It, no? all, it all comes down to this one. It all comes down to this. Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Leonardo oh, this is not- are the names of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Name one of them and their weapon of choice. Well, you gave the names. Okay, great. This isn't fair. I'm a huge Ninja Turtle fan. Okay, Do you know so, the Teenage so, Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. That's not fair. Michelangelo Nunchucks. Who made that? Raphael Sai. Wow. Who made that? It was him. Oh, give a glass my God. Of oh, oh, my God. Of he, you know what's horrible? Is that you Donatello, the bow. How do you know that? You use a samurai sword. Oh my god, those are all correct. I told you I'm a nerd. Those are all correct. Because I'm giving you the bottle because of monkey around because you're such a nerd. Casey. That was Casey's first um That was first Casey's first quiz. Stop pulling them from your finals, Casey. Because we're not all we're not all in college. Tyler went back to medical school. And now uh Casey He's is giving you the death stare. Look at him. He wants to fight you. Casey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it was just really, really bad. We try to make the quizzes so that the guest has an advantage. Advantage? You, you told me to do Italian art. Why? Talking, <laughs> talking in the mic. Yeah. How, how are the mutant Ninja Turtles Italian art? You were such a child. It's Leonardo and you're a nerd. You're That's a, a nerd a child. <laughs> Both you guys. Oh! oh <laughs> he just I threw it at your face. It hit your face. It hit the God. microphone. Then it went in your wine. I don't care. That's what you get. Way. That's what you get. Making um, up notes of paper. Is that correct? I would like to. <laughs> I would like to thank Andrea Lonardi for coming in. Uh, of, co- of course, Bertani wines. Yes, fantastic. Those thank were you guys. Thank amazing. You.
Josh will get you more. Are you ringing out? You're drinking the piece of paper. It's not bad if you drink it right. You're paper. drinking the piece of paper. What's the website that you With guys? Five hundred dollar uh, bottle. I mean, I mean, look, people can go to your website, but they're they're better off just going into the store and asking for a bottle of Bartani. Absolutely, that is the best way to go through. And the best three, it, oh, bring your money. Yes, no, or your car. No, no, no. Only for the old vintage you have oh. to. Okay, hold on. New, uh, new outro. For the current vintage, so, so they they less. don't they don't need a lot of money to buy the no, uh, the regular no, version. No, no, no. Okay, all right. Everybody, so everybody can drink a nice bottle of. It's just time. me who's trying to like make money uh, investing in wines. That's why yes. I'm selling my car. Well, I'm just saying, if you want to look cool, you buy this at a restaurant, the Bertani wine, and you'll know about it because because you listen to this podcast and you can tell everyone how get smart. the ninety, say dark chocolate and tobacco. You're good. That's it. That's it. That's it. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code AUTO for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code AUTO. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code AUTO. That's A-U-T-O. Visit GetUpside.com for terms.